0: General he became a slave. The slave who became a gladiator. The gladiator defied an emperor. Only a famous death will do. The frost. Sometimes it makes the blade stick. You find yourself alone, riding in green fields with the sun on your face. Not be trouble. for you are in Elysium and you're already dead! Brothers! <laughs> what we do in life? Echoes in eternity. What do they call it? They call it yeah. uh, Royale with cheese. with cheese, That's right. Hey, what's going on guys? Roth cheese here. On the new episode, we are talking about the two thousand Academy Award-winning picture on its twentieth anniversary, *Gladiator*. Yeah, I believe it's May fifth, right? Or yep, May fifth. Yeah, when this one was released. Uh, starring Russell Crowe, uh, you also have Joaquin Phoenix as the head villain, Ridley Scott. It's directed by. It's. Two Hours and 35 Minutes is a sword and sandals movie, if you don't know what that is. <laughs> and it's basically about a former Roman general sets out an act of revenge against a corrupt emperor who murders his family and sent him into slavery. And murdered his so-called father figure. Yeah. So, uh, obviously it's 20th anniversary, you know, it's um, a very important movie to a lot of people uh super famous i say most people have seen this movie i think by now uh honestly this was my first time watching it all the way through i've seen bits and pieces of it in the past but this is my first time actually like sitting down and watching the whole two hours and 35 minutes of it i mean i'm i would hope everyone has seen the clip are you not entertained yeah like that is like probably in film history one of the biggest clips at least of early 2000s for sure yeah for sure um I mean, I don't know. Do you think this is really Scott's like most mainstream movie? That's a tough one. Um, I mean, I have to go with this or Alien. Yeah, I, I feel like a lot of people have seen Alien. That's what I'm saying. But I feel like Gladiator. I don't. I don't know. Maybe it's different maybe because it's early two thousands. So nowadays, it'd probably be more mainstream. Maybe. I. I have no clue. I'm just this is a question. I was just asking. I, yeah. I. I mean, I would. I mean, yeah. I'm not gonna say it's his best, but I would definitely say probably his most mainstream. Yeah, I mean this this movie this basically follows Maximus played by Russell Crowe on his Coliseum tour basically to get vengeance back on uh Joaquin Phoenix's character of um Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix's character of Commodus, Commod- Mandus, Commodus, 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 Commodus. Commodus. Commodus Commodus. It's Commodus. And, yeah, Commodus. And Commodus basically like uh spoiler a little bit, uh basically usurps and takes the throne becomes Caesar, even though, uh, is technically going to go to Maximus. Yeah. And through that, Commodus then basically. Well, says, Commodus is Caesar's son. Yeah. 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 Okay. And Commodus then basically goes on a tirade, kills Max, tries to kill Maximus, and kills his family. And so it's basically the, this whole arc of Maximus fighting his way up in the Colosseums all the way up to fighting Commodus. Yeah, I would, I would like to. I mean, okay, I guess. Do you want to go into the characters first or do you want to go into some crazy questions first? Let's do um, the characters. I I feel like ahead. let's give her the whole storyline. Well, let's let's I mean I guess go into Joaquin Phoenix and do the main actor Russell Crowe yeah. later. I mean so obviously there's really only two main actors. I mean the sister is kind of but Yeah, she's not, not really. yeah. The two main actors is obviously Joaquin Phoenix and as Commodus and he is the main uh villain in this movie. He's yeah. probably one of the Biggest villains of modern history. Yeah, but for sure, the interesting thing about Joaquin Phoenix is, or Commodus, is that he is slightly justified villain. Like he's one of those villains where obviously you're always cheering for the hero, but like you're like, okay, I can kind of see where he's coming from. Yeah, Commodus in this is um he's he's very well, I feel feel like developed villain um, in the sense that. It's also Joaquin Phoenix's performance really, like, boosts this one for me. I think this is his first – I mean, he, this is not his first role, but I feel like this is really where you kind of hit the map and people start recognizing him more as Joaquin Phoenix. You know, and um, this is important because obviously Joker came out last year and all these big roles he's playing in The Master and stuff, and he's a very good actor. And yeah. obviously oh, here sure. he kind of shows his acting chops as this incestuous scumbag, basically. But um, he, he's a lot deeper than most villains. I think because so I think he's not just one dimensional. Because they develop him, I think, better in this than a lot of movies develop their um, villains. So I was really happy with his performance. Yeah, and uh, I mean, just to Joaquin Phoenix is he's borderline a method actor in a sense. Like he yeah. he gained weight a ton of weight for her, and then he also dropped a ton of weight for Joker. Joker. And, like, he looked anorexic and Joker. Didn't really look healthy. I mean, and he's, like, a legitimate method actor. It's not like, uh, what's the other Joker, uh, from a Suicide Squad? <laughs> oh, spot. yeah. Um, not Heath Ledger. Gosh dang it. What's his name? But, uh, you, you find it. And I'll, okay, keep talking I'll find you. it. Um, yeah. So basically, I think actually Joaquin Phoenix won this, uh, movie for me. Jared Lennell. Jared Lennell. Yeah. You know, not, it. he's not fake. Uh, Method actor like Jared Leto, where he's... Yeah. I really do think Jared Leto is a fake method actor. Like, I just think he does it for both... Well, he's a weirdo. No, I, I don't know if he's fake, because Jared Leto is just a freak, but I, I just don't think... He's not... He's definitely on the levels of, like, a Daniel DeRose or well, something Well, let's like take that. it off a not good actor and bring it back to a good one. So, Joaquin Phoenix, you were saying something about him. I was just saying, this is, um, is kind of where he... I feel like he launches in his career... Uh, even though this is a little bit before, obviously, like, her and before, um, obviously, Joker and before the Master and stuff. Like, um, he really kind of shows his acting chops in this, and it plays a great role. And, obviously, this movie went super mainstream. It won the Academy Award, like I mentioned earlier. Uh, Russell Crowe wins the Best Actor. I think Joaquin Phoenix actually is snubbed this year as Best Supporting, but, hey, we can get into that later. But, um, yeah, I, I just... This movie is really... I really enjoyed it. I mean, I, I feel like... I feel like the action in it is done really well. I mean, it shows everything. It's not like quick cuts like taken or anything. It, even though it does a little slow motion kind of stuff, it shows like arms being cut off and stuff like that. So it shows everything. So you're not missing it. It's not just told chaos. It actually shows like great battles and stuff like that. I definitely think this is his best supporting role ever. And no, what do you think's better, Master? I haven't seen it, so yeah, the the Master's his best role. Not yet. It's mm. his best role for sure. I I guess he could be considered the main character in that. I don't know. It. I guess he could be considered the main character in that. So I don't know. I mean, that's a toss up. But I'm still gonna stand with. I nah, Master's his best role. I don't. I don't. I don't see. Okay. Well, let's go into uh, the main character, uh, Russell Crowe as yep. Maximus. Obviously, one of the greatest Romans to ever live, as we can see. <laughs> yeah. Hot take. Um, I don't think Russell Crowe was that great in this. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll go on to that later. That'll, <laughs> that'll be like one of the questions. I think Russell Crowe killed it. I think this was a perfect role for him. Yeah. No. Crowe. No. Personally, don't get me wrong. I think he was good in it. I just think like winning the Academy Award for it, and then everyone looks at this as like he did this, something like so great. Like for that year, this movie blows every other movie out of the water. Sure, but everyone like puts this as like one of the great performances, and I don't get that. I think this is one of Russell Crowe's greater performances. I like him better in *L.A. Confidential*, personally. I still think this is one of his greater performances. Sure. Oh yeah, I like him. In *Beautiful Minds* better. I'm not too. gonna say this is his best performance because I haven't seen all of his movies, but I will say this is definitely up there, probably top three. Yeah. Easily. Uh, uh sure, but my whole thing is is like I feel like this movie was sold to me at a very high level, and that Russell Crowe would have blown me away. And I, I just didn't get it. Like, I, I no, thought he was I, good in I competent. thought his voice was good. I mean, he looked, he looked kind of like scraggly. I mean, he can he deliver. Looked, he looked, I mean, he was very muscular and kind of ripped, but not necessarily yeah. like 300 Spartans where they're just shredded, where he looked like an actual legitimate warrior. I mean yeah, I, his I, acting was great. Yeah, I I don't I, I don't, think, I don't think he was bad. I'm just saying like I don't think it was like I don't think it's I don't think it's the best of Russell Crowe and I also just don't think it's like I don't know. I just I just didn't feel like it was like it's not a Daniel Day-Lewis role. It's not even a Joaquin. I think Joaquin Phoenix was better in this. I just I'm just saying like I feel like the hype there's a lot of hype around this movie, especially around Russell Crowe. I think he was good. I just but, don't yeah. think he was like best actor. Good. I do. Okay. What was better in this I mean yeah, I haven't it. seen traffic, but I'm just saying like well, yeah, well, if you say, if you compare this to other Academy Award winners. Okay, if we go if we go back like what was it, two years ago and compare any of the wins from two years ago? The best actor of twenty eighteen? Yeah. I don't even know who that is offhand, but whatever the You're year, talking about the Best Gr- Picture? The year Green Mile and Green Shape Bo- of Water won. That's twice. I believe the acting or the actor was like just as bad as um, the movie. It's that one. But regardless, sure. I think Russell Crowe played very well. I, I now this is tough for me because I think this is a really good movie. I'm not gonna say it's for sure not the greatest movie I've ever seen, but I definitely agree with Caleb in the sense that it's other movies easily could have took this in other years. But I just think 2000 was a weak year. Yeah, I I just, I'm just saying from a personal standpoint, it's one of those movies that I've not watched like all the way through or anything. So when I finally came to it, I'm with all this hype around it for me. And I just felt like it didn't quite live up to the expectation. Now, I'm not saying it wasn't great, but I'm saying like, it just, it just wasn't, as good as everyone says, like, I think it's a good action movie and stuff. I just don't... I like... I don't know. All right, well, going on about basically the movie, this is obviously a Ridley Scott movie, so there's a couple things too you're going to notice is the visuals are generally yeah. really good. It's generally good action, good shots. Um, I'd say Ridley Scott is mainly into the visuals effects or visual looking. I mean, obviously, it always has a solid plot, but I'd say, like... I mean I guess he does have good actors in most of his movies but like I'd say that's not the key point is the actors or the acting it's more of the visual and the storyline. Well I think he kind of goes all over the place cuz you got his early career which is uh, a lot of sci-fi you know you have Alien you have that's Bl- what I mean. Blade Runner which Alien is more of just like this kind of simple boiled down horror film that's executed really well and then you got Blade Runner which it plays on a much like deeper philosophical level. And, um, they got other movies in between, obviously, but I think got Gladiator and, like, Kingdom of Heaven and stuff. This, Martian, most recently. That, yeah, that's what I'm saying, is, like, the, I feel like he did different things, because his movies necessarily aren't, like, then he did Prometheus, which is, once again, that's kind of, like, a Blade Runner-esque, like, I don't think it worked on the same level, but it's kind of, like, a deeper philosophical, but versus, like, yeah, like story, Gladiator story is just, and like, visuals. Gladiator's just an action, I felt like. Well, you know? visuals, when they get to Rome, how big the Colosseum is. The yeah, I, like I don't say it was bad at all. I think that visuals work very well in this. I, he is a master at uh, I making mean. it. Uh, I mean, that's uh, why All I'm saying is those are a couple things you probably can see in Ridley Scott movies is the visuals, obviously the shots yeah. taken, and the... Uh, what was the other thing? Storyline. He generally has a pretty good storyline. Yeah, uh, okay, well... Can you give me some of your, what was your favorite scene, I guess? That's a tough one. I mean, Are You Not Entertained is probably the scene you're waiting for the whole movie. Is that, that's after his first fight, right? Or second fight. No, no, it's like his second in in a little coliseum. Yeah, 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 that is what, I think that is the best of the fights, personally. Ah, no, or we're in, I think the best, no, I think the best fight scene for me, personally, is when they bring him out into the woods to execute him and they're going to execute That's true. him. And then he just, obviously, he's like, give me a clean death, right? Because yeah, I'm a general. Yeah. And they're like, all right, we can respect that. We'll give you a clean death. But they never should have because it just oh, gives them a sure. chance to take them all out. And obviously, he, like, grabs the blade and, you know, kills a couple of them. And then there's one guy standing there, and he goes to pull out his sword, but it's stuck, and it's frozen. Like, And he's like... Sometimes frost yeah. freezes over the sword. Pretty like epic. you know this guy's dead. Like if he doesn't even know 100%. that frost doesn't freeze over the sword coming out, and Ridley Scott or Maximus, Maximus does. You know he's dead. And then obviously you remember he grabs the sword and tomahawks it. At yeah, the guy. that was pretty epic. I'm not gonna lie. No, I was more talking. What was your favorite like Colosseum battle? I think it has to be either are you entertained, or it has to be the one where he the first one in the main Colosseum in Rome. Where he gets everyone together to form the circle, like as a Roman legion. Well, fight wise, also the last one you're rooting for.
1: Nah, You've been I, waiting
0: I, for that the whole movie. I feel like. I I have nitpicks with that fight, so it's not for me. It doesn't work for me as well. Okay, well, I I do like the first, calcium fight. Calcium wise, I do like the very first, not the very first one he first fights, one in but Rome. the first one in the calcium. in Rome. Yeah. Yeah. And how with all the things but I will say to Maximus's character, so I mean I guess it would be somewhat his acting, but it'd be also the writing and obviously the other actors. But he generally gives off a general S type and how everyone likes him and why Caesar wanted him to be the next Caesar basically. Because everyone likes him. He's a he's a well moraled guy. Like he has morals yeah. in the sense of, and he stands by loyalty. I guess yeah. would be the word loyalty. Has a lot of loyalty, and he stands by those. He doesn't back down on them. And when they get in the first battle, obviously in the arena, and everyone looks up to him as the general, and he's just throwing out orders. Yeah, this is the way he, he commands himself. <laughs> That's what I mean. Yeah, uh, I do have a nitpick with the, what you just brought up, though. Like the whole point of the previous Caesar giving it to Maximus instead of um, his son. Um, because he th- he knows Maximus will do what's right yeah. and'll give the power back to the people and kind of dissolve the power of the Caesar but why didn't he why did he just do it because I think he knew he was gonna die well and he knew he was old but like if he felt this strong conviction about it like why didn't he just do it like it feels like I don't, I don't think know. he felt a strong strong conviction about it I think it was moreover he knew if he gave it to his son it would Definitely get a lot more power taken away from the people. I mean, but if you sure. gave it to Maximus, it would be less. So he's like, I'd rather less than more. Like, he saw what he's done yeah. wrong. It was just like a little nitpick. I was like, that doesn't. Yeah. I mean, like, he had all these years as Caesar, and he felt that strongly. Like he could have easily done it himself. Like, Yeah. He's got selfish. Okay. But... I. <laughs> but uh, also... also. I have a question. Okay, what? If you're in the Colosseum, what yeah. weapon would you take? You I mean, can take any weapon. Yes, go with sword and shield. Sword and shield? Yeah, the sword and shield. Okay, what if you're tied up to somebody like in the first fight where you can only have one weapon? You know, where they're chained together, partners? Because um, one of them had a sword and Maximus had a shield. Like, I think you just have to go with a sword. I honestly yeah, do. Yeah, I, I do agree. Mean, what's the worst weapon? Oh, the, the chain linked to ball at the No, end. no. What do you think? The net. Oh, yeah, the net I is forgot. the stupidest thing used in the Coliseum. Yeah. It makes no sense to me because I'm like, all right, you throw the net at someone, and, like, what, they stun for, like, 0.2 seconds? If that, like, that's such a dumb weapon. Like, I feel I like it's way, way worse to have that than anything else. But um that's that's definitely my least, that'd be the worst weapon to have. I mean... Um, also, in the Coliseum, those lions have to be real. They look so they real. Were. Yeah, that's got to be... I mean, I guess that's one reason I... Like Ridley Scott, his his visual effects, and he knows when you got to put something real in and when you don't. Cause yeah. He easily could have CGI or practical and, you know? affected those lions in the sense of because he did obviously Blade Runner. And yeah, that, I'm not know, I'm not gonna say like every aspect of this movie visually holds up, but I would say twenty years later, uh, a good amount of it does, and like you can tell some some of the backgrounds and stuff are obviously like green screened in and stuff, but I think for the most part he does a pretty. Oh, well, job, Especially in that first battle Scene I think is like the most important Because that's actually real where they're actually Launching like canisters of Oil on fire <laughs> like I don't know how it necessarily Works but it was actually in a forest In England and like they had to destroy it Anyways so like they're happy to, For the money that really Scott paid them Just to like help destroy it I think that beginning battle scene is actually w- Probably the best action sequence oh, In the yeah. whole movie in my opinion It's Very this good. epic battle you know Something you see in, like, Braveheart and stuff like that. Well, it's so well done. Yeah, it just really works out really good for the most part. And, um, I mean, I think that's, that's probably my favorite scene, that opening scene. And also... I was gonna say, what your favorite speech in it? Because I think my, the, for, the beginning speech. Yeah, for me, when he goes to that <laughs> band, he talks about Elysium <laughs> that they'll see him in Elysium yeah. if they don't win. Well, this. he's like, he's like, listen, we're, some of us are gonna die. to yeah, shoot you straight. Epic speech. Everyone's still on board. Like it's not like anyone's. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, anyone's like, 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 oh no, I can't jump in. He's basically like, saying, yeah, yeah, you're you're all gonna die, and we'll see it. We'll see in heaven. Like, let's go. Like, all right, man, it sounds good to me. But I think that's why he's such a good general, is because he can give speeches. Like, yeah, yeah, I agree, hundred percent. Uh, another scene, a little scene that I really kind of thought was cool was um, right after he comes back and witnesses his child and his wife dead, and they recapture him, mm-hmm. and then they put the maggots on him to heal him. Whatever the guy from uh, Guardians yeah, of yeah, Galaxy yeah. is, he puts those uh, maggots on him and to heal him. Uh, I was a, I enjoyed that. It was pretty gross, but pretty like yeah, realistic. You I, know, I, scene. I also think one of the a very epic scene is when he's walking in the beginning when he's walking uh, through his army. Yeah. He's walking through. Like, that's a pretty epic scene. Like, oh, for sure. Just watching him walk through, and you're just like, okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, like I said, the only other thing, though, I wish is we want to go see this at a movie theater. I agree. As uh, so we can't, because this movie, I think, works on a bigger scale, way better. I think any Ridley Scott movie does. I actually would agree with you, to tell you the truth. But uh, yeah, this this movie, especially that beginning scene, is just like... So much going on on the screen at one time. Oh, yeah. That, like, you're just... It's hard to, like, really take everything in with it. But that... um Also, you know, I mean, I think this movie has great action scenes, great costume design. Let's oh, not great. pass up on that. I mean, yeah, everyone sure. looks super great. And then... But the only thing about it is I think this movie is ultimately kind of shallow. I mean, I just don't feel any, like, real depth to this movie. Sure. I, I mean, I... I mean, it's... I guess I see where you're coming from. That's just uh, what I would say. And also, I just have one question, actually, about the movie itself. At the end of the movie, does he free the slaves? Or, I guess, the fighters? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Is that what he does? N- I, I, no, I don't no, no. remember. don't remember. No. Oh, yeah. they I guess they are put... No, he did. Because when he uh, was dying, he said free all yeah. the men. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of a douchey move. Why, dude? Everyone enjoys it. The whole city enjoys this fighting. Like that's their morale. That's awesome their entertainment. Millions of dollars. That's what I'm saying. All that like, the economy of Rome collapses underneath this. <laughs> This fight, yes. No, 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 because he frees all the contenders. No, no, he only frees his men that were fighting for him. Oh, that's my question. I, I yeah. thought he was like, because I, I didn't really catch if he was like outlawing it, because no. it's his only act as Caesar for the like two minutes before he dies. No, I don't think he was outlawing it. He was out, what he was doing was he- they get the freedom to yeah, him? Yeah, they were all in cages. They weren't. Well, that's all contenders. They're all slaves. Yeah, yeah, but the guys in the pit below, yeah. they were all captured, because remember they were fighting for him the yeah, scene yeah, yeah, when he yeah, to yeah. Okay, he's pretty so dumb. Okay, that makes it be thrown sense. as meat to the lions or yeah. something. Also, though, I would say, though, in the one fight in the Coliseum where they have to fight, or where, um, Maximus has to fight like the previous champion, he pulls it off. I, now, now, we both agree on this. Helmets in general are kind of stupid. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I would not wear a helmet most likely, except if I had that one dude. It was like a wolf mask, you know, kind of thing going on. Well, what was it? Was like a, the the last one? Yeah, the contender that came out of retirement. No, I would not wear that. That thing was so dope. I, I mean, it looks thing. dope, but dude, they're so scare... they'd get in your way a hundred percent. It ruins your thing. vision. Like, nah. Listen, nah, if you get hit in the head, epic. you're gonna die no matter what. Nah, like, not with that bad. Boy even out. with a helmet. No, nah, that thing was epic. I do. I did really like in this movie. There was a couple wide shots, and they were generally referred to in his dreams. Yeah, or not dreams, but uh, visions, I guess you could say, yeah, of his yeah, yeah. family. Like, Touching it'd be him walking through the grain, and then it'd take out a really wide shot of, uh, <laughs> what is it, Spain? Yeah, yeah, it's supposed to be Spain, which... He's a Spaniard. Yeah, that didn't really make too much sense to me. Why? Well, I mean, he's Australian. I mean, he doesn't look like a Spaniard, like, whatsoever. I mean, sure, <laughs> but... I mean, I'm the but same. It's not like he looks that... Far from it. Ah, I don't know, man. He he definitely looks like Anglo-Saxon, pretty hardcore. Um, besides like how much work I guess went into this movie, it did get a ton of praise from everyone. Like, yeah, this movie. Um, I mean, it's eight point five on IMDb, which is pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty high. I mean, I, th- I think most people... I don't think I've ever met anyone that said they disliked Gladiator. I so, mean, I it mean, did win four Academy Awards. Best Picture. Russell Crowe won. uh, Best Actor and Lead Role. Yeah. Best Costume Designer, which I Makes agree sense, with. 100%. Uh, best Sound. Best Effects and Visual Effects. And I, I can agree with all this. Yeah. Also, nominated for Supporting Role. Nominated for Best Director. Nominated for Writing Screenplay. Uh, nominated for Sid. Cine- Cinematography. Cine- 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 yeah. Nominated for Best Film Editing, Music and Score, and Direction of Set Decorations. Now, I would like to say, I guess in film, sword and Sandals movies is like a no go. Like, you don't want to do it because it generally flops. So, I guess Ridley Scott was definitely taking a. Not a stance, but a risk here, because I think Spartacus was the only one before it in the '60s. Yeah, that was and p- super I guess her and still in like the '60s. Yeah. yeah, so those were really the only really good Swords and Sandal movies that have ever came out. And I guess besides that, no I one mean, did you get it. Three hundred. Yeah, I yeah but that was later. Like decent. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and no one does it because it's just risky. Yeah, like, I think it's a very hard thing to do. I think really Scott for the most part pulls it off. Um, I mean, do you have any? I have some nitpicks to get into. You can ask. You can do the nitpicks. I was gonna uh, go into the nominations. Like, should have Joaquin Phoenix won over Sam gotcha. Uh Well, like I mentioned earlier, I just felt like Russell Crowe didn't blow me away in this movie. Uh, I felt like Joaquin Phoenix was a lot more entertained me Russell Crowe I think he plays a good part don't get me wrong but I just didn't feel like I didn't feel like it was something that only he could have done um I disliked the cliche love scene so in the movie uh his wife and son die early on and he kind of had this previous relationship with um the daughter of Caesar who is also in a relationship with Joaquin Phoenix's character. And, like, it just feels forced and cliche. Like, they like felt like they had to have a love scene in there for some reason. Because they don't really develop it. It just felt forced on my part. And I was like, I, I don't need this. I don't think anyone needs this. Because they don't do anything. They kiss at the very end. Doesn't really make sense. Um... Also but the relationship between um Yeah, it just felt so forced. It felt like unnecessary and just needed to be in there, it's like I mean to I mark can't, off a trope. Well what? the thing the whole reason was is because he did grow up in the capital. That's why he was such a high ranked general. Yeah, but the generally Spaniards wouldn't be that high But all I'm saying is it doesn't make it doesn't do anything. It doesn't for the plot, it just feels like it's thrown in there. And they don't even do anything with it, like the whole movie. Um The I also thing is him being a farmer is the absolute dumbest trope in the world. He's like, I can't wait to get done with these battles to go back to the farm and dis-farm. Like, yeah, maybe this is, like, in the Revolutionary War and he's going back to his farm. This guy's, like, a five-star general of the no, Roman I, legions. I can easily see that. no. I- no, dude, the times were totally different. It wasn't like... Obviously, he'd he want to go back to his farm. He does so, not want to go back and become a farmer. Why? No, that No, he'd to go back to his farm because he's been warring for two years. No, he wants to go back and become a farmer again. No. He, he wants to he, lay down and stop being a general. He wants to just go back yeah, to his house and farm. he was a farmer. He's probably already rich. He doesn't, as we've already seen, he doesn't want anything to do with Rome. This is the Roman Empire, and he wants... This is not... What I'm saying is this is a trope, like done in, like, the Revolutionary War with, like, the Patriot and stuff like that, where they're just like, nah, let me just go home and become a farmer, like, where okay. it makes sense because they were actually, like, poor farmers going into this, they were like common man, he's, he's not a common rich. man. he's, he's already but, rich, what I'm saying is, he's not a common man, no, he's a general, but he doesn't, but he grew up in it. the capital and all that stuff, yeah, but he, he doesn't like the capital, Said. okay, let me ask you something, would you go and live in Detroit right now, downtown Detroit, where it's nice, that's not nicer than here, where we live downtown detroit is pretty nice nice nowadays it is yes no you're missing my point so Uh, would you go live in a big city no would you go live in new york see you're getting you're getting caught up you're getting caught up on the fact that he just wants to go home i'm not saying that he doesn't want to go back to spain there's no no problem with him going back to spain i'm saying there's a class system right and nowadays it makes more sense for you to be this owns that village basically though as you can see, he's not going back to become a farmer. There is a class system. Yes, he he's runs not the going farm. to go back he's and be a, a poor farmer. He's not a farmer. He he runs the farm. He's like the governor of the farm. He owns that whole land. That whole area in Spain he owns, basically. What I'm saying is, it's a classic, I think this like is a it's a classic really dumb nitpick. No, it's a classic yes. Western movie trope. No, I think this is dumb nitpick. No, I don't. He's so dumb for him to want to go back and become a farmer. It makes no sense to me at all. Like this dude has all the wealth in the world, doesn't have to work a day in his life. Just go home and live off the land. But he wants to go back and toil the land, yeah. you know? Some people It's an American trope. It's not people, a Roman trope. The class system is how totally do you different. Know? Were you a Roman? Because the class system is different. You it, have no there idea. There was a class system. You have yes, I no do. idea. There were slaves. Besides there the, the class system, you have no idea. So maybe some people liked working. You didn't though. It doesn't make oh, a, it doesn't gosh. make there's a class system. It doesn't make any this sense. Is the dumbest thing no. I've ever heard. Everyone will agree with me on this one. This thing about for two seconds. No, it's a dumb movie trope that doesn't need to be put in there. Uh, the fact that Marcus Aurelius falls asleep in two seconds is, um, don't believe that one. Uh, or Maximus falls asleep in like 0.2 seconds. I was like, okay, whatever. I guess, love that. Then, finally, my nitpick, I think, which is the biggest of all, is the fact besides the farmer, that's my biggest nitpick. Uh, beside the fact. Uh, The very last fight, he fights Commodus. And I think that doesn't make any sense in the whole movie. Doesn't make any sense in the whole movie at all. Because, like, why is Commodus going to fight him? There's no reason for him to. I mean, Commodus is not, like, trying to be such a people pleaser. I mean, he doesn't really care too, too much. And why is he going to fight Maximus for this epic final showdown besides for it to work in the movie? There's no, there's no reason for Commodus to ever get in the ring as Caesar. It doesn't even make any sense at all to me. Yes, it does, because he loses all the respect from the people. The only way he can kill Maximus is by killing him himself. No. Yes. No. The people will hate him and riot against him, See, and then I'll he'll say, be thrown it out it of just, power. It just, it's just for the movie, for this epic last battle, it doesn't make any sense for for because he knows Maximus is a better fighter than him, and that's why he tries poisoning him beforehand. And the whole thing is is that it just doesn't make any sense because uh Commodus is Caesar. There's no he doesn't have to prove anything. He's already Caesar. Yes, but he can lose the power easily. Riots? How can he lose the power? Riots. Can he defeat a hundred thousand people? Uh yes. How? uh what's his name um the one who persecuted yeah. all the who persecuted all the christians come on what's his name caesar come on no idea he don't know his name i know who you're talking about i don't know his name there hasn't been a roman army in rome for thousands of years how's he gonna protect himself a couple guards no that's not gonna happen and he has all these yes. armies emperor nero Emperor people Nero have got overthrown. Emperor Nero was hated by all the people and he built he burnt down half of Rome just for the pure fact to regain control of the population. So to sit there and act like this would never happen is crazy. Um I mean that that's just like You just you're nitpicking dumb things like How's that it's a legitimate nitpick? Are you though. gonna are you gonna nitpick like how they give the thumbs up and instead of the thumbs down? No, I don't care. Okay, that's a legitimate thing, but that's a legitimate thing. Okay, you're that nitpicking, happens. then. I'm not nitpicking it. I think it's well done. I think they should have done that. Yeah, it works in the movie. Yes, I think... I think these other think things don't work. I think him fighting him works in the movie. Yeah, I think it works in this world, but I don't think it would work in a realistic world, is all I'm saying. That's why it's a nitpick. Sure, but it makes the movie better by having that. If they didn't have that, that'd make the movie worse. Yeah, what I'm saying, though, is it doesn't make any sense. I get it. I, I do it It plays it along sense, with though. the movie, but it doesn't I'm make any sense. I'm not saying it doesn't make any sense at all. I'm just... No, of course it makes some sense because he's trying to get revenge and stuff, but what I'm saying is, like, realistically, it's the Caesar. There's no need for him to ever step inside oh. of the Oh, boy. This guy. How are you going to disagree on that? This guy. Um, all right. What what are you going to say? I just had some more questions. I'm done with my nitpicks. Those are the only things I really found about this movie that didn't make any sense to me. Especially The Farmer. Okay. So, what's your questions? Is this the best Ridley Scott movie? No. Blade Runner beats it out. Ain't Alien for me. I'd, I'd agree. i agree completely. Okay. The year's 2000. As you said, there's no other good movies, right, that came out this year? Traffic. Came out. Okay, I didn't see, I didn't see Traffic though, and you haven't either. But that he won Best Director. Yeah. But listen to this. Which movie are you taking? You have to you can only watch one movie. You watch an Almost Famous or Gladiator? I watch Gladiator. For me Gladiator is more enjoyable. I thought you loved Almost Famous. I do like Almost Famous. But I can re watch Gladiator. Way more times than I could rewatch Almost Famous. I would definitely say they're both super rewatchable movies. Yes, but I feel like, generally speaking, an action movie wins a rewatchable category. Well, the only reason it went for me is the pure fact that I think action movies are not as exciting as most people do. But um, yeah, uh, I'm taking Almost Famous in that one. No, see, I I just feel like Almost Famous. Is has some comedy, it's fun, it follows his life, it's a cool story, kind of a coming of age, too. And uh, for sure, for me, I'm for me, I'm just I think it's more rewatchable to me. I think I'm just glad he is better visually, yeah. I mean, that's fun. Um, now, sh- should really Scott one best director this year? I haven't seen Traffic, that's the only thing, but uh, I haven't either. Most likely, I'd say yes, but I haven't seen I think Traffic. he's a better director. I think he. most people hold this movie higher regards than Traffic, so I'm gonna go yes. Just off that pure fact, but I've not seen traffic, so I can't tell you that. Uh, Russell Crowe wins Best Actor, but is this his best movie? Um, I haven't seen a lot of Russell Crowe movies. If we're being perfectly honest, I mean, I've seen, I've seen, I feel like I've seen a good enough amount. Yeah, I, I me either. I, I haven't watched his whole filmography, but um, I um, mean. Mm-hmm. late Is, la confidential beautiful mind nice guys um he's in Noah. he's in a ton he's, yeah, in, he's in a, a ton so of things but movies. i'm saying like his top movies i would definitely say like most people would reference him for like nice nice guys gladiator beautiful mind la confidential i mean from what i've seen i'd say i like him in gladiator a lot i think that's his best role so far i think he's entertaining and nice guys i just don't no, I'm, I'm, gonna say, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say heresy nice here. I'm gonna say heresy here, but I don't think Nice Guys is that great of a movie. I don't either. Yeah, but I, I think he plays. I need a good to watch it again. It. I'm no. not saying that's his best role. I'm just saying I think he's a good role in that. It's not my favorite movie, um, but I just didn't get a good capture on Nice Guys. Or, just, I, th- I need to watch it again. Uh, the humor didn't work for me. That buddy cop, most people really liked, and I like Bol- I like Russell Crowe, and I do like um, gosh dang, uh, I like Russell Crowe, and I like Ryan Gosling a lot, but. It just, that movie just didn't work fully for me. Um, Beautiful Mind, I think he's excellent in, but I can't tell if he's excellent or I just thought the idea for the movie was that good. And then also in LA Confidential, he plays such kind of a subtle role, but it works so well for him because he only plays, almost plays like, he's almost like an idiot. Yeah. In a sense, he's just the muscle, you know, he's just the heavy. And uh, I think he he really kind of knocks that small role out for me. But uh, I, yeah, for I'd me, agree. I, I say beautiful mind right now at least. And now supporting actress. Now we haven't seen Actors. traffic either. What? Supporting actor, uh, go ahead. We haven't seen traffic. Yeah, I think that's the biggest because that was like the biggest. Basically, two thousands was it felt like it got swept between traffic and Gladiator. Yeah. Well, personally, seeing Gladiator, I don't think anything could beat, Joaquin Phoenix's performance there. No, year. I like I said, I, Joaquin Phoenix's performance in that is phenomenal. Phenomenal. I. I I think this. I truly do think Joaquin Phoenix is one of the best actors we have, living right now. I agree. And uh, I well, I, Daniel Day Lewis. I think is the best living. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I still acting. One of the best. I'd one say still acting. I'd say Joaquin Phoenix is easily yeah. top three. Oh yeah, for sure. He's just everything he does is so kind of creepy, and it's just like what's well, that's done well. That's so. what I'm saying. He does everything so well. So I mean, definitely, I'm taking. Joaquin Phoenix I mean he he, I think he wins that I think he got snubbed on that one I don't care if I've never seen Traffic I mean I think that performance wins in most years well this is what or should win in most years everyone remembers Joaquin Phoenix's performance in this movie well yeah he goes I yeah how many people will remember whatever the guy's name is in Traffic well yeah which, which brings us kind of to the next question is like what's your top I thought it'd be kind of cool what's your top five villains movie villains well, obviously Joker is one of them. I have it. Uh, I'll go through mine first. If you uh, Well, you I think up. you have Joker too, don't you? Yeah, I have Joker. I, I don't really Are have you, an ranked? I don't really have an order. I, I ranked him loosely, but I kind of agree with you. It's kind of hard to rank. Yeah, I mean, I'd definitely say uh, Joker from The Dark Knight is one. Yeah, he's the Joker. I'd have Joaquin Phoenix in it. Uh, yeah, yeah, as Commodus. Uh, as Commodus. Now, I'd have to do this just because it's such a classic trope for me. Darth Vader... I makes my list, my list too.
1: I have it. Hang on. Yeah, I,
0: All right. so what's your other two? I I had a hard time actually. I had 7 ranked in this order and I felt like all 7 deserved to be on the order but only the top 5 obviously, but I'll give you all 7. Uh number 7 for me is um Colonel Hans I was going to say From that. From Ingler's Bastards. Great. I just think... Well, he has one of the greatest scenes in that opening Oh, scene. yeah, that opening scene. He's just such a... Good accent. Yeah, he's just so, like... At least it fooled me. <laughs> oh, it's so just... Disc- like, you just hate him. Yeah. yeah but I you kind of like him, in a way, because he's so good at being bad, you know? Yeah. And I think that kind of defines a villain. Like, they're almost likable because they're so good at being bad. I think I can guess your next one. Can you guess my number six? Yeah, whatever, One of them. The guy from No Country for Old Men. Uh, Anton Chigarh. Anton, yep. He makes it, but he's actually, I put him at number four. Uh, number six, I have Hannibal, Hannibal Lecter uh, from I, Silence I of the Lambs. Yeah. Uh, number five, I put Syndrome from The Incredibles. I mean, one of the best developed superhero villains I think of all time. Actually has a backstory that makes it worth him being a villain. What about Toy Story 3, the bear? See, I didn't have him in it. I didn't have Would you to do th- though? Now I thinking couldn't. About it? No, I couldn't because I think these. I. I mean, he'd be making my like top ten. I think, but I don't think he could make it because you got Anton Trugoth from Trigoth, I don't know how to say it, but from No Country for Old Men, just such a good villain. There's no backstory to him. All you know is he's a villain, and basically oh, yeah, like he that, yeah. his weapon of choice. Just his creepy demeanor when he's in the convenience store with the guy and flips the coin. I mean, just one of the most like terrifying scenes of, like, almost any movie, in yeah. my opinion. Like, this the tension building in that. Now, I have a question. What? Would you put the perfect killing machine in your top ten? Alien? Oh, uh, the Xenomorph? Yeah. They're, like... I mean, I don't want to say they're the best acted, because obviously they're not acted. Yeah. But they're probably the, in film history, the most perfect killing machine, because even when you shoot them, their blood is acid. I'd have to really sit there and think about it and, like... Uh, and the, one of the cr- creepiest things with the mouth coming out of the mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. It might, it might, it might. But I almost put that as creature. That's over what villain. I'm saying. That's why I didn't. That put That might it not mind. make villain. Mine was, just uh, my my number three. Let's just go through this. Uh, number three is Hans Gruber, Die Hard. I mean, I knew you were gonna say that just because you told me that. Yeah, Han, Hans Gruber just is one of the best. villains. I mean, he is. He is. I mean, I, Die I, Hard. Die Hard is probably. He's one of the most classic trope. Top villains. three best action movies of all time. Uh number two number two is Darth Vader, number one Joker from uh, Heath Ledger's Joker, in my opinion. Is it such chaotic and Yeah. Well and then wait oh my bad. I forgot Commodus. Commodus fits in Yeah, I can... Commodus is in that I, I, is I already mentioned six. that. i already mentioned uh, that. Yeah, yeah. I mentioned that at the beginning. Um I guess moving on to our next question. Is this could this be categorized as a sports movie? I think there's a fair argument for it. Yeah, I I think it works. I think the only way you don't think of it as a sports movie is because sports nowadays, we don't kill each other. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, back definitely then it was. Sport. Yeah, I think it's definitely sport, and I think it works on all the sports because of the inspirational speeches, you know? Yeah. He rallies. He rallies with his team. Rallies back from a de- deficit from the underdog the top guy, I but mean, not even feels- that. He rallies with his team in the first event. That's true. He gets his team together and to work together. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, this definitely works as a sports movie. I mean, it's not your obviously, it's not your traditional sports movie. Instead of your choice of a elite Nike basketball socks, you get to choose your choice of a sword or a shield. Yeah, <laughs> does this make your top five uh, sports movies of all time? Oh yeah, if it's a sports movie, I'd say yes. I mean, I, I feel like. I feel like my sports top five is weak. I think it's sports movies in general kind of suck. Yeah, I. I'm just gonna say that. This is what I'd say. I'd say if you also categorize as, uh, uh what is it? The movie that just came out with M. Sandler. M. Sandler. Oh, yeah, yeah, Uncut Gems. Uncut Gems. I think you that would be my top five too. Yeah, yeah. If you're I counting agree. that as a sports movie, which I would count it as a sports movie. All the top of my head five, uh, would be like Miracle would be Miracle in there. Rudy. Um, Uncle Gems Gladiator let me take a look and um oh Sandlot you need, do you need one more? that would be five yeah that's what I would throw in there but this is for a personal title I mean I don't know I find movie, sports movies to be literally tropey often I think you'd have to categorize it I Tanya is a sports movie I do I got Tanya but that yeah. is a solid top movie. 10 Moneyball, if you categorize Moneyball, Oh, ball, my ball! Yeah, my, my top balls five. number one. Moneyball is number one. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, let's see. I mean, I guess you got like. The, I think the fighter is not underrated. I like the fighter. I do like. The I fighter. wouldn't be my top five, but it would, was a well done movie. I'd say. Yeah, for sure. The Fox Catchers. Fox Catcher was good. I like Fox Catcher. I don't know if it's gonna be better than the other ones I've named so um, far. Planes. Ooh, Raging Bull. Oh, Plains <laughs> F you. Uh, Rocky, 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 Rocky Four. <laughs> what the heck? Dodgeball, <laughs> Talladega Knights. Some classics. <laughs> uh, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Um, oh, yeah, uh, Real Steel. Obviously, that, that ranks <laughs> in the top ten. I've never seen like Ali with uh. Oh, I've seen it with a Will Smith. Yeah, it's Will actually a pre- I think it's a decent performance. It's a long. It's like a four hour movie. I feel like. I don't mind bleed for this. It's it has it. its purpose, I guess. Creed, probably one of the worst boxing movies I ever made. Oh, Creed two. They would fu- Everyone will fight you if you say that. But yeah, I find them to be. I find Creed just to be boring. I just. I think it's well done. I Hundred percent money grab. Like there is. I, I think it's good. I just think it's boring as ever. Like I, I've seen it like four times. Because when it came out, everyone's like, "Oh my gosh, let's watch!" Because it's like a safe movie. I did like. I race it so boring by. Uh, Jesse Owens. Did you ever see Happy Gilmore? Yes. Happy yeah. Gilmore, yeah. yeah. Cars? I, yeah, <laughs> we well, just went over that. Yeah. He a plane. I've never seen Warrior. I've seen McFarlane, USA. I mean, the blind side's even solid. I mean, it's kind of... Yeah, kinda... yeah. Uh, South Par is... South Park. I know Okay. I mean, I just watched it because... uh, What's-his-face? I feel like the best sports... Is in brand. it. I don't know, man. Yeah, sports sports movies are just... There's some good ones, but... I don't know, man. Yeah, well... I just... I just think sports movies are weak, personally. And probably people are going to fight us on that. But, I mean, that... I mean, would you say that pretty much wraps up our gladiator? I said one more thing. uh, Do you think Mel Gibson could have played Russell Crowe's part? Uh, We we already went over this. I do not. I mean, i Okay, I think he could have played it. Like I think, in this time period, if you're not taking Russell Crowe, you're taking Mel Gibson. Yeah, Mel Gibson turned it down because he felt yeah. too old. Um, which is whatever. But then he does the Patriot that year, doesn't he? Two thousand for America. Hey, Amen. But I, I don't know. I felt like Mel Gibson's yeah, performance in Braveheart or in ninety nine, no two thousand one, two thousand. Is it two thousand two or two thousand? I don't know why. But um, yeah, I think I think Mel Gibson could have pulled it off. Yeah, I think Russell Crowe is. The perfect pick for it, yeah. You know, especially in two thousand, I think Mel Gibson could have played. Because like, on another podcast that they did about Gladiator, they were like saying, "There's no way Mel Gibson could have ever taken he, this role." I the only agreed. reason I don't think Mel Gibson could have done it is one reason. I think he could have acted it fine. Like, I, I don't, picture was two thousand. He, he does. He has acted movies like that before. Like you said, yeah. the Patriot. He acts in that, and that's a an action movie. Right. I mean, not as. I guess, intense of an action movie. Like, Gladiator is a lot more intense than um, Patriot. Mm. I definitely think Russell Crowe is doing a lot more athletic stuff. Oh, yeah, athletically. Oh, for sure. That's what I mean. That's what I'm talking about. No question. So, but my whole point is, I think he could have acted it. Fine. But he's more of an old actor in this sense. More modern actors generally get real cut for movies like this. Yeah. And I don't think he would have done that. And he is in the page or the Braveheart. Yeah, which is five years earlier. Yeah, so right I, th- I think if this movie was made five years later, I think five it could years have earlier, it. yeah, he would have been a perfect role for because Russell yeah. Crowe is still not like confidential yet or anything like that. Yeah, so. I and mean, he's probably not as big. No. Yeah. So I mean, I I mean, what's what's your final rating on it? Glad I gave did. it a nine out of ten. I did not think it was worthy of a ten out of ten because I did have a a couple like things that I was like okay that necessarily didn't even be in it but I did like it enough yeah. where it's a 9. For me I clocked in a 7 out of 10. Um I just didn't live up to the hype for me. Super enjoyable movie. I'll definitely probably rewatch it. But it just it just wasn't that perfectness that everyone else talks about in action movies. Sure. It's from personal. And you know me, I'm not the biggest action movie fan unless they're like super pulpy. Yeah. So, now you were probably sitting here Interested in us to watch Bright Burn and the Drag Across Concrete, but we decided yeah. to do Gladiator instead because Yeah, of the 20th it's the 20th anniversary. anniversary and we felt like uh, most people have seen it, so it's a good selection, you know. And since we're on the anniversary edition, we will most likely do Gladiator the next, or Braveheart the next, yeah. Time we Braveheart come back. actually is the 25th anniversary, I think May 20th. So, um, yeah, and then we'll probably throw in, um, I'm the Outlaw King. Yeah, which is Netflix. the sequel to it, which With is on Chris Netflix, Pine. which came out last year. I think it was 2018. It could be right. Um, yeah, uh, the movie, obviously, Braveheart is well-loved by many, and Outlaw King was loved by a couple. Not yeah, hated, but lo- only loved by a couple. Yeah. So. so I think it'd be interesting. You know, you got Mel Gibson, who was kind of almost gladiator this five years earlier. Yeah. So, yeah, pretty much. Questions, anything else? You can DM us at our Instagram, Royal Chiefs Podcast. We have our email at Royal Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, yeah, see you guys later.